What's poppin' fam? Welcome to Don't Touch My Mindset, a podcast that is designed to uplift, inspire, and motivate you, and most importantly, share tools to help you protect that mindset. Sunday. I am your host, Jay Chase, and hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for rocking with me. Um, today we have another pivotal moment. This one's very, very, very special. Good friend of mine, an actress, uh, Canada native, just amazing conversation. I mean, you just, man, please, if anything resonates from this episode, rate, review, share it with a friend, let me know on Instagram. With that being said, follow the show, um, hit that subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Chase or at Don't Touch My Mindset. Yo, we are developing some great things. Super excited. Uh, we're wrapping up season two this month, so you guys stay tuned. We're going out with a bang. We're going to have pivotal moments all month. We're going to have solo episodes. We're just going to get kicking. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Please, please, please check the show notes for all the links. Um, yeah. Let's dive. Amazing. Uh, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am super excited. I am here with a good friend of mine. Of course, you can probably guess where I'm at her, but absolutely amazing person. Chris, and you gotta tell me how exactly you say your last name. Orticello. Orticello. Hello. Yeah, you got it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> how are you feeling? I'm feeling so good. And I just love your energy, so I'm feeling even better. Yes. So now, hey, we're here to relax. We're here to get to know each other a little bit better. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, will you please tell the audience what do you, who you are, what do you do, and things like that? Sure. My name is Chris Artell. I'm an actress, and I do so many things. I feel like I wear so many different hats, and I think really everything that you do in life should be diversified. So I am a business owner. I love investing. Um, I do marketing videos, I do uh, cameo videos, which are like those little celebrity inserts for birthdays and for all kinds of great things that you wanna send to people for messages. Um, Gosh, what else do I do? I'm trying to think of all the businesses that I have and all the things that I'm I'm running in my life, but I think what people best know me for is as an actress. That's amazing, wow. Um, a man, uh, a woman of many hats. I'm truly, truly, truly grateful that I get some time to dive into you and um, really get to know you and shine that light on you, edify you as you are doing amazing things in the world. Um, first question I always ask every guest: If you take away all the titles, take away the trials, tribulations, the successes, the ups, the downs, if you take away it all, who are you and why are you here? 
I'm a child of God and I'm here to fill his purpose. So whatever God's plan is for me, I'm just going to walk into it and surrender to his will. So that's amazing. I love the way you answered that clear and concise, straight to the point where you're a child of God and you're here to fill his purpose and his will and wherever that takes you, you're surrendering. And that's, I mean, I'm right there with you. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're walking down that same path. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm already excited for this. Um, when you think about pivotal moments, what, come, what comes to mind when you think about pivotal moments? What, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Not as in, like, the memory, but just, like, the word pivot the words pivotal moments uh times when you have to change like it's it's a very distinct transition from one thing to the next like you need to move <laughs> move we got we got to make something happen <laughs> right now right now no. <laughs> i love that um it's you know and what it what it means for me is it's like it's this crucial part to the plan it's this crucial part to the play this crucial part to the success of or the molding of the shaping and i i know who you are now and what what are what is probably of course why we're here what is the most i don't want to say most because i feel like there's so many that we're always pivoting but what, what's a very significant pivotal moment to you in your life that has helped shape you and get you where you are now and where are you now yeah. Oh my gosh. So many great questions, Jay. Um, I think one of, one of the biggest pivotal moments was in 2005 when I was hit by a car, when I was walking across the street and I was thrust about 30 feet in the air and my, my shoes were found uh, um, another maybe 60 feet across an apartment lot. Like that's how much the impact had hit. And I was in dance class like three and four times a week. I was also dancing on TV. So I was, I guess, really flexible and limber. And I really attribute a lot of that and God's grace to how I was able to survive that accident. And it's not a simple process of just getting hit by a car. There's like this weird thing with gravity where you actually push back first. So I hit the windshield before I moved forward. You kind of like boom, and then you boom, 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 boom. So you never just like move like that. It's like boom, 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 boom. So it was like a lot of impact. And um, it was it was pivotal for me in not, not just the, the physical sense where I had to rebuild my body and get back into like a proper physical state. Like I was an excellent physical condition, um, but it was also about having to change my entire um, idea of who I was, of um, where I thought my life was going and also my ego had to be eliminated in order for me to surrender. And that's not something I knew a lot of at that time. I was winning at a lot of things. I was uh, a bit of a bulldozer. I wanted my way and whoever was standing in my way was just going to get bulldozed. And I could be mean, oftentimes I was, and I was short with people. Um, I just, I had this huge chip on my shoulder that I had to create this idea of this, big personality in order to make it in entertainment and I don't think I was 100% wrong about the idea of having to you know be big I just was wrong in my approach to it because my way which was much more submissive wasn't working for me so I had to like create this counter personality which was just like this demon who <laughs> was this awful person who was just like 
just not considerate of others. It was a lot of ego. And so I had to surrender all of that. And at that time, I remember just before I got hit by a car, I had said, God, I don't need you. I'm doing everything on my own. I'm doing everything myself. I'm working hard on my own and I don't need you. I'm just gonna do it myself. So all I'm doing anyways, you're not here with me. It's just me doing all this. And my burden was heavy. Like I was carrying things that I shouldn't have been carrying. I was doing everything on my own, trying to run everything on my own, trying to run people on my own. And it was just like, when I had said that within a, a short period of time, I was hit by a car. And I don't think that the timing was a coincidence. I think God wanted me to know exactly how much I need him. And I don't think God made it happen, but I think he allowed it to happen in order for me to receive his grace and for me to actually receive his calling on my life instead of me trying to make something of myself that wasn't even in alignment with what he wanted for me. <laughs> so I normally ask, what did you learn after that pivotal moment? But you, uh, I mean, just, just that alone and the entire story is absolutely remarkable. Um, it reminds me of the book of Job, and that's absolutely yeah. beautiful. Absolutely Thank beautiful. You. Wow. Thank wow. you. Thank you. Because um, I, I, don't, I don't think God does anything to harm us. I, I, I truly, truly don't believe that. I can say that with my past and my decisions and the places that I've been and the pits that I've crawled out of, I don't think God put me there to harm me or to make me suffer as pain, pain is temporary and inevitable, but suffering's a choice and God doesn't want that for us. I truly believe that. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. He wants us to surrender to him so that he can give us joy, like true joy, real joy not joy from materialistic things, the things that I was chasing. Like I was chasing so many things. And it says that God's goodness runs after us. Like we don't have to chase after it. it. It comes after us. So when we're in alignment and obedience with him, like everything comes to us. So it's just a change of perspective and um, a change of leadership you know because i was in the lead and i shouldn't have been in the lead because i didn't know the steps i didn't know the direction and yet i was like i'm gonna do it all myself and you know like god has the whole thing orchestrated and i was messing up the whole symphony like <laughs> just trying to run it <laughs> that i i feel like that's so crucial because i was right there with you uh and and in times in my life, in my past life, in my past self, so I can, I def, that definitely resonates with me. I'm, I'm getting fired up right now because of you. I absolutely love it. Um, when it when it comes to that pivotal moment, getting hit by a car and teaching you surrenderance and teaching you acceptance and knowing that you're like, okay, maybe I do need God or I absolutely do need God right now in this moment. How has that changed you and your decision making now? a lot kinder to people I, I mean i'm not gonna say i never have a bad day where i get short or like i feel like i lose it a little bit you know but i'm much more conscientious of my behavior how i treat people um i i really i want to be remembered as someone who's kind and who's compassionate and who's loving and so it's changed a lot of my 
behaviors, especially towards others. Um, also leading with a give. I think before it was just like take, 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 just like get it, you know? And now it's about give it, you know, give it, give it, give it, give it. And having more of a servant mentality instead of like the I run it mentality. You know, I think one comes from a very um, self-centered place and the other comes from a place of wanting to do good for others and selflessness. And, I, and I'm not saying that I don't benefit still from all of the good things that happen when I give, because I do, but it's a trickle-down effect rather than it being the primary objective. It's like this beautiful overflow that happens. Where it, it, it operate from abundance, give, give, give. Operate from servitude, give, give, give. It flows back into you tenfold. I love yeah. that, I love it. That makes me excited. Um, well, no, you... You're leaving me speechless on this. Like, I'm, 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 <laughs> there's no other way for me to take it because it's God's way. That's what it is, no matter what the pivotal moment is. Oh my gosh. Um, and I love that you're talking about this in your community too, about like God's will. And we, we did a short discussion as well with yourself and Shane. And, you know, I love that you guys are offering this to people as well to talk about God's will because so many people, including myself, or, you know, not anymore, but, and sometimes I do still struggle with it, but trying to do things our way. You know, just insisting that our way is the right way. When we truly surrender to God's will, we can say, you can use me for this. And I know that I can trust you to do the right thing for my life because you are God. You are the creator. There is goodness. The challenge is trusting God. And that really only comes with relationship. I think that a lot of people get freaked out by the whole God idea because so many people put really crazy, um, angry and like um, additional religious rules on things that are not even things Jesus even spoke about. They're not completely contrary to his word. And even he spoke against the religious leaders because he didn't want his message to get confused. And I think when we get deep in the word and we get deep in um, the message and also relationship, we don't get confused by people trying to put their ideas on us we remember that it's about our relationship with god and what he gave us in the bible to know what his word is so that's really been helpful to me because i feel like oftentimes we become slaves to each other and each other's opinions and like what other people think about us and are we adding up to other people's ideals or the status quo and all of these things that God wants us to completely drop and he wants us to know we're already perfectly made. We're perfectly made in his image. We don't have to struggle to be perfect. Like it's it's part of our existence. Like we exist as perfect beings. And so I think, you know, Jay, one of the things that I would just love if anyone's listening to this and like, like, oh, God conversations and like Christianity, it's all kind of like in one ear and out the other and it can be overwhelming to some people. I think what I would like for people to get away from this takeaway, I should say, from this conversation is to have a relationship with your creator, you know, and get to experience that from yourself. And if you just read the Bible and what Jesus did in his lifetime and how he served, I think he is the greatest example of a human being ever. I will never match it, but I can try. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's powerful. 
Um, it, it, one, thank you, thank you, thank you for bringing your heart today. I mean, you, you showed up full force. I can feel it. I can see it. I can hear it. Thank you for being you and just showing up 120%. Um, I love what you said right there. Jesus is the perfect example of a human being. Was the perfect example? Is the perfect example? Because nobody has topped that. I try to live my life imitating that every single day. And if you, I, I developed a relationship with Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ and God while I was in prison, while I was completely surrounded by myself, while I didn't have anybody to tell me how to view it, how to read it, how to look upon it. But me and God sat and developed a relationship together and I had to listen to his voice. I had to understand it. I, have to, I had to learn how to hear it. I, I learned to look for the evidence in God in every single situation, everywhere I go. Um, that's beautiful. You got me. You got me all up in my heart now. Love that. I love that, I love that about you, Jay. I love that we can have like heart-centered conversations and like openly talk about faith without it being like, you know, overwhelming. Because I think a lot of people have such crazy ideas about faith, like. I don't really subscribe to any particular denomination. I was raised Catholic, but I don't consider myself Catholic. I just consider myself in relationship with God. And I consider myself to do my best to be in obedience with the word. And I think that, you know, if we just try a little harder, all of us to live in relationship, we're all going to hear his voice better. We're all going to know what the right thing to do is. And we're all going to be treating each other a little bit better and I think there'd be less chance of things like wars happening less chance of dictators making decisions for populations that are not not kind towards everyone you know and I think that that's really what we need to get back to especially in these times where people are just losing everything they're losing things they're losing physical things they're losing emotional things they're losing intellectual things like people are suffering right now and we need these kinds of conversations to say it's not about religion it's about love it's about learning who the right leaders are to follow that have that have really helped people while they were here on this planet earth and you know one of the greatest things about jesus is there's so many real accounts of him being here and i think that that differentiates him from a lot of other uh, people of different faiths is that he walked this earth people witnessed his miracles people witnessed him when he rose again it's not a joke it's you know there's actual real witness accounts and i think when you take that into perspective and really like think about that it's mind-blowing like you can actually go to places that he walked where he actually healed people that people saw miracles happening and when we read it like a storybook it seems kind of fantastical but he said that even greater things we can do greater things than him yeah like i don't even know how that's possible but he said it <laughs> and he cre he created the miracles and that blows my mind i'm like i can do greater things than jesus like that's nuts but he said it even greater things like i don't even know how to like what could be greater than what he's done <laughs> Right. And I, I literally I literally just had this conversation today. No about stop. Her, yo, like just about be manifesting our lives, being made in being made in, in God's image and his likeness, and that's in his characteristics, meaning that we can produce the same 
if not greater miracles. It's written in scripture. Like I literally. Right? <laughs> like we have so Look much power for that's untapped. We have so much untapped power because we walk around all day doubting ourselves, doubting our relationships with people, doubting our significance, doubting our purpose. And like, if we were just to say to that must that to that um, what is it to that was it the mustard seed? Or to the mountain. Say to the mountain, be removed into the sea. I think that's right. <laughs> Anyone who's uh, got the Bible out in front of you, I think that I'm yes. kind of close. <laughs> that, that, that mustard seed of faith. Yeah, yeah, who has the mustard seed of faith, but who says to that mountain, be removed. And that mountain will move. But we don't walk around with that kind of faith and just declaring things all day. Some people do, and those people are really moving mountains. They're doing big things. But the majority of people walk around with very little to no faith and they're not declaring things over their lives they're not visualizing their lives they're not using all these biblical principles that are considered new age like visualization is in the bible it's in the bible it's in the bible thank you thank you thank you for saying it thank you thank you thank you so much. like no a hundred percent you know what and i don't ever show this and you probably will never see this side of me ever again but it pisses me off so much talking about like spirituality and, and, and all this like things that i hear going around because spirituality is literally taking the who out of the bible that's all it is it's taking the who everything that everybody and all these spiritual guiders and healers and all this other stuff you're just taking you're removing the who and that's satanic like absolutely i've never I've never had a tarot card reading. I've never had like an energy cleansing. I've never had any of this. I, I, so full it, disclosure. Okay, so maybe this is also part of my pivotal moment. I don't know. Full disclosure, I have had those things. In fact, I was like, um, around that time that I was, you know, thinking I can do everything and that I was all, you know, that I was basically God. That's, you know, shame on me. I was getting tarot card readings. Um, you know, I did believe in God and I did believe in Jesus, but I was dabbling in other things that were a cult, you know, so I was, I had my very own, um, what's that thing called Oracle that I would like consult. It was bad. You know, like I was, I was in complete disobedience, but I didn't know the word enough at that time to know that that wasn't in alignment. I knew it didn't feel right. I knew that it was divination and I knew that I wasn't asking God to show me something but I didn't know exactly how long it was because I didn't have the word. And I think that that also put me in a spot where, again, I had to surrender and stop, stop putting my faith in things of man and things that were made by man. Like an oracle is like this man-made divination idea of how to get consultation when it's just a conversation with God. God, show me what you want me to do. Lord, put it on my heart and let him reveal it to you. We all want to know like what our future is, but it's going to happen to us regardless of what we know. But if we know whose we are, instead of having to know every detail of what's going to come next, we know that no matter what happens, that God's plan is to prosper us and not to harm us. So we can, we can rest in that. But we start to, well, not everybody, but I think some people who... I'm ashamed to say it, people like myself who were really ego-driven at that time and really uh, ambitious and wanting a very particular goal will do certain things that are satanic 
to meet that end and that goal. And I can just say for myself, I was achieving some things, but I wasn't achieving things to the way that I really wanted them in my heart. And I also wasn't getting everything that I wanted. And oftentimes I wasn't being perceived the way I wanted people to perceive me. You are literally speaking life life into me right now. So thank you. Um, It takes me back to when Jesus fasted for 40 days in the wilderness. He was tempted by Satan, you know, with the things that he offered, you know. And at the very end, he said, "I, I will give you everything in the world even without god you can still have everything in the world and it, 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 it births this thought in me that it doesn't matter what level i live on it doesn't matter if i'm in poverty or if i'm upper up if i'm upper class whatever it may be you know millionaire uh god is going to be with me on whatever level that i settle for and I have to, I have to remember that, but my responsibility to Amen. get to that next level. If I want to go there, I have to fully trust in God, always, each and every way. If I want to be content, if I want to be happy, if I want to process emotions correctly, I have to understand that these are lessons. My destiny is my destiny, and I just have to listen to get there as fast as possible. Otherwise, I'm gonna take a left when I should have took a right, and then that left eventually turns into a right. But that's after many, many more lefts. Yeah, know? it's is so it's so it, you, i'm telling you you all fire up now i didn't what do we <laughs> i love that jay yes 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 let yes i love that refiner's fire you know i think that's what it's really coming down to is like how refined we get from the fire and thank you for letting me share that truth because i feel like you know like the whole tarot thing and and psychic thing that i was going through and the oracle thing it's it's like a shame for me now like i carry it like a shame because i know i know how bad that is you know i'm basically consulting with like demons you know to to like guide on a journey that is not even in alignment with my purpose and so I just, I love, Jay, that you were never tainted by that and that you've never done that because that's been something actually that's been a huge temptation for me for a lot of my life because I'm always wanting to know what's next. I'm always wanting to help myself to get to that next place. And if I can kind of like get the roadmap ahead of time, I feel like I can kind of maybe, how do I say this? It almost is kind of like cheating the process. You know what I mean? And that's not how we're supposed to live. We're not supposed to be cheating the process. We're supposed to be enhancing the process and allowing the process to happen let's, to us. Let's and go. And be refined by it and let's be molded go. by that's, it. No, I, 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 I <laughs> literally, oh my God. I literally texted this to my girlfriend today. I said, I was like, you are a, I said, you're a diamond. You're a diamond. Nice. And no two diamonds are, are alike because of the process. It has to undergo extreme heat. The stone has to go undergo extreme heat for it to get all the dirt stuff off, right? Right. Then it has to go under that extreme pressure, the trials, the tribulations, the fires, the hot coals that we walk across, you know, the, the purification of it. We have to go under that extreme heat, that pressure. And then that pressure, that pressure sets us up for who we're going to be, sets us up for the vision. It sets us up for the, the container of what we see that we could be, that pressure. 
but it's, it's still that process is still going because then the diamond has to get cut and that's what makes the diamond so special is because the way that the diamond reacts to the the cutting process is the reason that each diamond is different so you'll never see the same two diamonds because of how they react differently to when it's cut and when you're executing and becoming that person with god on your side that's how you get that that diamond level mentality i love that you said I love that. And I just want to say something about your girlfriend. She is so beautiful. Like she is just stunning. And like you, her sweetness actually exudes even through her pictures. Like she just has this incredible light around her. I just, oh, she's precious. She really is. You got a beautiful one. And oh, I wanted to say to you, I was watching, I think it was one of the lives that you were doing with Shane and, yeah. your, and your girlfriend. Um, her name is Autumn, right? Autumn beautiful name um and i think all three of you are on the live together and just in like one second you popped over and gave her a kiss and it was the sweetest thing ever it was so cute i'm like oh my god they're so affectionate i love that like, i'm crazy for couples that are affectionate and in love and that are not afraid to show each other like especially publicly that they love each other and i think that it's there's so many people jay that are hurting and when couples go through so many different things it's good to have relationships and people that have relationships that are super healthy and when i see you and autumn and how healthy the two of you are it really brings me a lot of joy and excitement and hope yeah. a lot of hope because i want that i want that kind of beautiful like <laughs> like out of nowhere you just came over and gave her the sweet little kiss just to let her yeah. know that she is loved and that she's appreciated you know like i just that really touched me it really touched me and you know i, I think it was that. just like normal for you guys that. but i was like that's really sweet thank you. thank you thank you and i cannot wait to tell her that it's so that's so beautiful i god is so good right now this is a whoo okay <laughs> oh because it, it's literally literally on the on the uh the last uh, Zoom that I did in the community. Autumn goes, I joined the community. I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I joined the community. And I was like, okay. And uh, I was like, well, let's rock then. And um, and so she's so she's in there, and there's like nine people on the Zoom, which is crazy. I have like nine people in this community that started like what a month ago. Cool, <laughs> but it is. That's amazing. Congratulations. That is so good. That's just a testament to you and who you are and your character and your ability to lead. So congratulations, Jay. You're doing amazing things and I love how you lead with your heart. You're, you're, I, I feel so seen. This is turned into a therapy session. Look at you. Thank you. You're healing right now. Healing, healing, healing scars. Are <laughs> Thank you. A lot of work. Thank you. You're healing me too. It's therapy for me oh, too. I'm having confessions <laughs> over here. <laughs> oh, that's what. And by the way, I used to. <laughs> that's what it's about, though. Actually, you know what? If I was going to start confessing, if I was going to start confessing, the list would be long. It would be long. It would be long. I, I definitely am a sinner. I will say that. I'm a sinner, and I work on it daily. You know, I work on it daily. Like, I work very hard to be less of a sinner, and I repent as often as possible. But there are some things that, like, I'm so grateful for God's grace. Let's just oh, say absolutely, that. absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I 
God. So literally, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for God's grace. You know, um, and I don't think any of us would. It's I mean, Jesus, we've all we've all fallen short of the glory, and it's 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 difficult. Hard pill to swallow sometimes for me, um, especially with me being in my addiction and making like the the just irrational, dumb, childish decisions that I made. I don't even want to make. I don't want to call. I don't want to give them the honor of calling a mistake because we learn from mistakes, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, 100%. Childish decisions. That's just something I, I decided to do, and I'm not going to live with that. Um, but it, uh, I mean, I learned a lot from my past self and the things that I did, and I think God sat me down in prison so he could save my life, um, honestly. Um, yeah. Because if I, if I didn't go to prison, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you right now, and that's 100% felt in my heart and think one day I would love to hear more about your story like your full story because I've just heard you say about the prison part and like of course in your timing like whatever you choose to reveal um is is completely your choice but I feel like it's it's so impactful everything that you've gone through and that your story has made your um impact so rich and so like if you have a recorded somewhere I'll listen to the full story from the beginning to end but if you haven't told it yet and you're thinking about telling it let me know where you're going to be telling it because I'd love to know all those details because I think it's so powerful when we're able to talk about how we've overcome something and it's like it's hard you know like it's hard when we're in it it's really hard to talk about something when we're in it it's a lot easier to talk about it when we've come out of it and we've come out the other side better and Thankfully, you know, you and I can both say that we have, but there are some people, Jay, that never had that chance and they died in those moments. They never came out. They never got better. So when we share the stories of the things that we, that we talk about, like how I had to overcome a lot of my ego issues, like there's people right now that are suffering with their ego, that are suffering with occultism, that are suffering with all of these things, wondering why they don't feel fulfilled, wondering why they're they're not feeling like they're whole people. And when we talk about how we overcame these things and who it is that helped us overcome, we give people an opportunity to also rise above it and to come out on the other side and have their story told help someone else yes 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 (laughs) wow yo i it's just like god is all up in this right now all over zoom in the house he's always in the house but it's just it is uh yes it is i'm working on it i'm working on i'm working on piecing together the story the origin story i'm actually um this is gonna be first time i'm telling i think anyone like outside my like actual circle um i'm pushing towards being a professional speaker to tell my story to help at it and it's 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 super awesome it's a huge uh, huge like shift for me um because i actually um so i just turned five years sober like a little kid congratulations <laughs> thank you uh, that's amazing uh, but i didn't i didn't start showing up or showing my face on social media until 21 weeks ago so the entire yeah, the entire like four, four and a half years of uh, just working on myself, diving on my relationship, my relationship with God, my relationship with myself, my relationship with my partner, my family, mending bridges, diving, focusing on my sobriety and becoming the man that I want to be and chiseling that out, at least thinking I did. And then and, and we always grow more. But yeah, I tw- like 
it, it, it's crazy, and I'm going to tell you how crazy this is. I didn't join Clubhouse until November. And I did, yeah, I didn't start using Clubhouse until November. And I, I was never on social media. I've never recorded anything. I hated my voice. Um, yeah, ab- absolutely insane. Like, my biggest insecurities like, was my voice, uh, being seen, um, all of this, all of that. And I just, I, I, was, I was a hermit crab wow. until 20, 21 weeks ago. Yeah. And you're a rising and star so now. I think I... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, totally elevated. So. <laughs> yeah, there's it, 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 some growth. Some growth has happened. A so. lot. Wow. <laughs> I would not have known that about you. I would not have known that. Because you're just, you exude so much confidence. And you're a leader. You're a natural born leader. Oh, well, it, look who I surround myself with. Look, I mean, look at you. Look at, you know, the, the people that I, that I, yeah, that I soak up, that I want to be like. That's where you're going to find me. I'm, you're not going to find me trying to be lesser than, but be more of. That is me. It, yeah. it is. I love that. It is. It, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's all from the inspiration that I keep around me. And I, I choose to w- use the word inspire over influence because inspire means to br- to breathe life into. Inspire means to mm-hmm. breathe life into. I want to inspire people. I want to breathe life into people. I want to help people speak life into existence. I, you know, that's why am I talking about me? This is about you. <laughs> I love, I love talking about you. And I think, you know, I think the more opportunities that we can talk about you and even, you know, pepper these interviews with things about you, the more your audience gets to know you. And I think that's why they tune in, right? Is because of who you are. It's your podcast. So I think anytime you can reveal pieces of yourself, your audience is going to love it. And I love learning more about you. I think it's really important. Yeah, thank you. Because I, 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 I tend to just hide and go behind the scenes. That's me. I, I will I will be. I just don't see it. I just don't <laughs> see it. I don't want to see it either. Like, full full disclosure, I don't want to see it. Like, I, I'm loving this Jay. I don't know any other Jay, but I'm loving this Jay. And I'm so happy that you've come out of your shell and that you're sharing yourself with the world because you're exactly what the world needs right now, Jay. Yeah. Like, you lead with so much heart. I love the conversations that you guys have, especially I've mentioned this a few times that are geared towards men. I've known a few men personally that have, you know, just suffered from really, really bad depression and that committed suicide. It's hard for men. I feel like there's not enough opportunities for men to talk about their feelings. And I think that if men could be in more situations where they could talk about their feelings, they wouldn't feel like they have to do those things because they'd have other hands to like help them up out of their dark situation just by listening just by relating and just by saying you're not alone in that I've felt that way too or this is how I got out of it you know and you and your story of overcoming I think is going to be able to help so other so many other men uh, to get out of those dark places that they may be feeling like maybe they need to give up maybe they're feeling like you know, there's no hope after this. Like there's no place for them to go from there. And you are such a shining light and example of like, there's so many places you can go. There's so many places that you can lead and so many things that you can overcome and succeed in. And I love that you do that. I think it's so important that men have open conversations because women tend to be more open with their feelings and it's acceptable by society for women to talk about their feelings. And I really feel like this is a place that you're leading is for men 
to be okay with that too, for it to be cool for them, for you to like make it acceptable. And I love that. I think it's super duper important because nobody should have to leave this world because they feel like they're not understood or because they don't have the Yo, hope. Like, that is that is me in a in a box. Like that's in a gift in a gift wrap. It's literally like my entire mission explained right there. Um, I didn't have that. I was raised by women. I was raised by women. Yeah, I have four sisters and my mother and my dad wasn't in my life. Um in and out and it is and and he had an uncle who or i had an uncle who was my dad's brother but he was gay and so i it was there was no one positive male ro role model in my life but two there was no male role model in my life at all i didn't know i didn't know how to i didn't know how to be a man i didn't know how to step into that i didn't know how so this journey to manhood is what i'm really inviting other men to do with me come on let's go let's go i'm a man now let's get it figured out let's get it chiseled down and understand that it's okay to be delicate i have a rose tattooed on my hip yeah. because i like to remind myself that i am delicate yeah <laughs> and that's okay i love that i love that and you know it, it's such an interesting thing like you bring up the gay thing too right it's like there are so many gay men who are suffering. We were talking about this today, myself and my hairdresser, about how many gay men are in the closet and going to gay clubs, but they're living a married life with women because they have to hide their feelings so much. And and then a lot of them also end up committing suicide because they're they're living double lives. So, you know, it's like they're when people are not allowed to be who they are, regardless of who they are, it suffers the spirit the spirit suffers and if there is any kind of judgment or weight of people that you put on top of that or an expectation of what somebody's supposed to be because of what society says it harms the soul and it harms the spirit and jesus loved everyone he loved everyone and my my personal you know opinion about you know positive role models uh, including male ones how does that person treat other people? How do they treat other people? That to me is a positive role model, is how are they kind? Do they lead with a servant heart, regardless of whatever their sexual orientation is? Are they a kind person that's thinking of others that would go out of their way to help somebody if they were in need? And that's what we all should be thinking about, about, about ourselves and about others as well, is, how do we lead with kindness? And that was a really big, big challenge for me. And it's something that I still have to be honest with you. I have my days where I'm just like, I'm short. I feel like, you know, I need to do this, I need to do that. And I'm, I'm very much me centered, you know, and we can all be in those places. And I think that's a really big part of narcissism. And I grew up with narcissistic parent disorder, which means I had parents that were narcissistic. and there's something called fleas where it rubs off on you and i totally got that i totally got those narcissistic traits and they exploded and when when you're in that narcissistic place you think of yourself first so when and i don't know your circumstance or why your father wasn't around but i know oftentimes with narcissistic parents they put their needs first their needs first like what they are doing 
first and how it attributes them and how it benefits them. And when we are in those spaces of narcissism and how things benefit us first, we don't tend to think in a way that's compassionate for others. In fact, all of those compassion receptors are cut off. It's not even, it's not even available, you know? So I'm, I'm really sorry, Jay, that you didn't have, um, you know, positive role models that were male in your life. But one thing I do know is that a positive role, male role model is coming out of you. You are the one. You are the positive male role model for someone else. You are that shining star. You are that light. You know, you, you are that person that that young man or that boy is going to look up to and be like, I want to be like him. He's got character. He's got values. He's a good leader. He's, he's, he leads with a servant mentality. I can trust him to make good decisions. And I know that he knows how to come out of things on the other side better off. And I love that for you. Man, wow. I'm speechless. Um, thank you. Thank you. Wow, this is... Yeah. God is here. God is here and God is good all the time wow big guys cooking up there and there's so much confirmation that just came through you god is using you in more ways than you could ever imagine right now that is thank you wow wow thank you i don't know i don't know what else to say <laughs> sometimes you don't have to say anything at all you know you really don't and i, I love that too i love i love silences where you can be comfortable with people and not have to worry that you're you know being judged or what do you have to say next sometimes just appreciating the moment and letting it soak in is okay too you know it's okay and it's a pleasure when you're talking and I get to listen to you and like sometimes I'll just sit in the room and like not add anything and I maybe I should be adding more value but it's nice sometimes just to listen to the thoughts of someone else without having to enforce my thoughts on other people or enforce my ideas on other people and just take in the realm of other people's thoughts, feelings, emotions, and opinions and let them just resonate and sit and think about their perspective and walking in that person's shoes for even just a second and appreciating what they're going through and somewhat living vicariously through them, that's an act of compassion. That's an act of compassion, listening to someone else. I feel like oftentimes we're not listening enough. And I know that, you know, especially on Clubhouse, we can be often thinking about, okay, what's, what's the next thought gonna be so that there's not like dead silence in the room and so we keep the conversation flowing so that we can keep the audience there. And like, you know, there's a lot of thoughts that go through um, the marketing of a room. But when we're really honest, when we're having really honest conversations, it's not about the words we speak, it's about the words that we listen to before we react. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 my that's that's the work that I'm that I'm trying to implement and show in that it, it, it's okay to stop, feel, listen, and then respond and not react. You know, um, wow. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I, I, I approach every situation as a student first, and and you know I I completely resonate with what, what you said on. I, when I'm in other people's rooms, I don't speak much at all because I'm here to listen. I'm here to listen, hold that space, as they say, and um, provide comfort. 
to know that somebody I, I never say that I, I try I'm trying to change my vocabulary for saying I'm here for you but rather say I'm here with you because we're all fighting we're all fighting demons we're all fighting battles uh, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to turn that in, I'm trying to turn that into my brand is that uh, I tell it that I'm not here for you I'm not I'm not just gonna sit here and look at you suffer I'm here with you like we're going through this together and that's that's what I tell the community you know that's what I tell anybody who reaches out to me any of my coaching clients it's it's I'm here with you like once you hire me we're, we're together and that's just in any that's how I've approached car sales that's how I, and I've done car sales for nine years you know I, I, I when it comes to car sales I'm the when it comes to sales I can go into a sales room and run laps around people I can tell you a 10-step process to exactly how to do it to close any sale in every sale that you've ever done but it's 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 not about you editing because I wasn't even speaking English properly like